This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's everything we learned about the future of DC movies and TV. Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Hector Navarro, and today we're digging deep into the future of DC movies on the big and small screen as part of the recently unveiled plans for the DC Universe, or DCU if you're nasty. Guardians of the Galaxy and The Suicide Squad filmmaker James Gunn, who recently took over as co-CEO of DC Studios along with fellow producer Peter Safran, promised we would get a glimpse of the future of DC films in January. And we've been on the edges of our seats along with the rest of the internet. And we finally got an official update from Gunn on January 31st, meaning it's right in under the wire. But boy, did this announcement deliver because not only did we hear about some of the projects DC has planned to come to the big screen, but also series that will come to HBO Max as well as animated shows and how they're all going to tie together under the DCU banner. James, well done, sir. Well done. Thank you so much. But before we get any deeper into things, we're going to give a blanket spoiler warning. And no, not the blanket that baby Kal-El was wrapped in. (laughs) If you don't actually want to know what's in store for the DCU, make like the penguin and zoom away. (laughs) But hey, you want to know what happened. Why else would you have clicked on this video? We're here for you. James Gunn took to our internet devices Tuesday morning to unveil part of the upcoming slate from DC Studios. We say part of because Gunn confirmed that there is more in the works than what was announced. Which I'm going to tell you about now. That's because he's working with talented filmmakers to work on an 8 to 10 year plan for the first phase of stories. Wait, phase is the wrong company. (laughs) Because DC Studios is embracing their comic book roots and announcing their stories will be divided into chapters. Starting with chapter one, gods and monsters. But more on that in a second. Gunn opened his statements by admitting that DC films have been a bit disconnected in the past few years and saying that upcoming projects across films television, animation, and even gaming will all tie directly into the same story, mostly. Because we're still going to get films like the upcoming Matt Reeves' Batman sequel set for 2025, as well as Todd Phillips' follow-up to Joker, Joker Folie à deux. I don't know if that was pronounced correctly. I don't care, frankly, Todd. I don't care. These projects will not tie into the main DCU storyline. Gunn said that the DCU will have a multiverse and that these projects will be clearly labeled with DC Elseworlds branding. Yes. The Batman Part 2 will be released in theaters on spooky October 3rd, 2025, and the Joker sequel starring Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga is coming out on spooky October 4th, 2024. 
Rounding out the Elseworlds category, we can assume the Penguin spin-off show will fall under that umbrella, pun very much intended. And we've also learned, as reported on by Variety, that Teen Titans Go! is ongoing, and James Gunn and Peter Safran are waiting for a draft of the Ta-Nehisi Coates-written Superman movie announced in 2021 and produced by J.J. Abrams, which is rumored to be about a Superman who is black. We also got an update on the four DC projects that were already set to come out in the next year. We're still getting Shazam! Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and the Aquaman sequel. But what's interesting is that Gunn stated that The Flash will effectively serve as a reset for the DC Universe. We've long since known that The Flash will deal with multiple timelines and universes, but here's some direct confirmation that the film is firmly set in the future of the DCU instead of the last vestiges of the previous DC films. Or is it firmly set in the previous reality known as the DC Extended Universe, but will give us a sneaky peek at the DCU of the future? We'll find out on June 16th of this year. Gunn also said that the upcoming Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom will lead directly into the first chapter of the new DCU projects. What will be extremely interesting about these upcoming projects is that they will all tie into the same larger storyline spanning across all their media. And on top of that, for the most part, the same actor will play both the live action and animated version of the same character to make the story more consistent. Which leads us to the first part of DCU Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters, starting with an animated series based on Creature Commandos, an awesome gem from DC Comics history, which was originally a team of soldiers fighting in World War II that included a roster of monsters like Frankenstein. Sorry, Frankenstein's monster. Relax, Internet. And there have been modern incarnations of this team as well. Variety reported that Rick Flagg Jr.'s father, Rick Flagg Sr., will be a part of the show, along with the Suicide Squad's Weasel there on the right which means the show is likely set in the past. And it also means that Weasel is maybe the most senior member on the Suicide Squad, that little freak. This series has been written entirely by Gunn himself, which ensures that we're getting his hand steering the ship right from the get-go. Gunn also confirmed that these characters will be able to show up in live-action DCU projects as well, and vice versa, so expect to hear that Sean Gunn will be voicing Weasel. Then we'll be getting Waller, a live-action HBO Max series centered around Amanda Waller. Viola Davis will reprise the role she played in the Suicide Squad movies, and Gunn says that Waller will be teaming up with Team Peacemaker. So that is confirmation that not only will we get more Peacemaker, but it will be a part of the future DCU. The Waller series will come from showrunner Crystal Henry, who was a supervising producer and writer on the HBO Watchmen series, and also executive produced by Jeremy Carver, who created the beloved and recently canceled Doom Patrol show. From there, we get confirmation of the first big screen outing, the Man of Steel himself. While Henry Cavill will not be reprising the role of Superman, Gunn is in the middle of writing the movie titled Superman Legacy. It will come out on July 11, 2025, and will follow a younger version of Kal-El. Peter Safran said, quote, he is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks of kindness as old-fashioned. Safran also said he hopes to convince James Gunn to not only write the movie, but direct it as well. Gunn said, Superman is for everyone. That's a four-quadrant film that should speak to everyone in the world. The art that is shown during this announcement is Frank Quietly's from All-Star Superman, which we knew was going to be an influence on this story when James Gunn tweeted a picture of the fundamental Superman comic. From there, we're back to television with the HBO series Lanterns, about, finally, Green Lanterns. 
Lanterns will follow two iconic versions of the character Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart as space cops watching over precinct Earth. They'll uncover a terrifying mystery that ties into the larger story of the DCU. This is a different show than what we knew was previously in development, the HBO Max Green Lantern series from Greg Berlanti, the overall creative force behind the Arrowverse. That show is no longer moving forward. Peter Safran said, Greg's vision was more of a space opera. Our vision is much more true detective, terrestrial-based investigation story. That comparison to True Detective has really piqued our interest. Could the mystery involve some more space-based DC Universe threats? Maybe the lantern color spectrum or elements of the new gods. Ooh, we DC fans are eating good. <laughs> We're headed back to the movies with the next project announced, The Authority. This superhero team is from DC's Wildstorm Comics imprint and will interact with the mainline DCU characters. Gunn described this as a personal passion project about a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary. He further said that this would be a different look at superheroes. Midnighter! Midnighter, baby! Come on! <laughs> It seems like chapter one of the DCU is going to intersperse one movie with one show because the next project is an HBO Max series called Paradise Lost. This will serve as a prequel to the Wonder Woman story on Paradise Island, aka Themyscira. Gunn describes this series as being like Game of Thrones with the inhabitants of Paradise Island. In fact, when Gunn was discussing the island with only women inhabitants, he asked, how did that come about? What's the origin of an island of all women? What are the beautiful truths and the ugly truths behind all of that? And what's the scheming like between the different power players in that society? It sounds very Game of Thrones, and it sounds like it's going to be epic and absolutely what Wonder Woman deserves. And now we're getting to the introduction of the DCU's Batman in The Brave and the Bold. Love that title based on the Grant Morrison comics run. But that's not all. This isn't just a Batman movie. This is a Batman and Robin movie. And on top of that, a version of Robin we haven't seen in live action yet. Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne. Gunn says that Damian is his favorite version of Robin. Sorry to all of us Tim Drake fans. And that this will be the start of seeing the Bat family in the new DCU. And to reiterate, this will be a different version of Batman than we'll get in the Elseworlds sequel to The Batman starring Robert Pattinson. We're back to television with a Booster Gold TV series. It'll be interesting to see how this more lighthearted character plays in the same universe with the rest of the DCU. For those not in the know, James Gunn describes Booster as a, quote, loser from the future who uses future technology to come back to the present day and become a superhero so that people will love him. Basically, superhero imposter syndrome, the series. And us, Booster Gold fans, have been waiting for this day for years. <laughs> then we have our next film announcement of the day, an adaptation of Tom King's Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow comic, imagined as a big, epic science fiction film. King is also a part of the group of writers helping to shape the DCU franchise with Gunn and Saffron. This version of Supergirl was raised on a chunk of Krypton and will be much more jaded than her cousin Superman because rather than being raised by Ma and Pa Kent in Smallville, she watched the people around her perish. Emo Supergirl? Yes, please. And from there, we have the final announcement for Chapter 1 of the DCU, a Swamp Thing movie. Because we gotta have some more monsters as part of the gods and monsters, right? Come on! <laughs> He's been the star of movies, animated, and live-action series before, but this Swamp Thing will tell the dark horror origins of the misunderstood monster while still feeding into the larger mainline DCU story. We cannot wait 
for the day when old Swampy gets to mix it up with Superman and the rest of the DC Universe. While those were all the concrete announcements, James Gunn did tease that there was even more to come in Gods and Monsters, while reiterating how important DC characters have been to him. He also promoted the importance of the visions of the writers and director in each of these projects, which might sound like a bit of a jab to one of the common complaints about Marvel's cinematic universe and how same-same a lot of those films feel tonally. Gunn has been building the overarching story for the DCU with a team of writers saying, storytelling is always king. It's all that matters to us. And he described the writer's room process as, we sat down in a room for a few days and we started to bash out what the basic overall plan could be. Not so much that it ties your wrists, but enough that we know what the basic story is, where we're going. In addition to writers we mentioned earlier, like Tom King and Crystal Henry, working on the future of the DCU are writers like Daredevil's Drew Goddard, Moon Knight's Jeremy Slater, and The Flash's Christina Hodgson. These upcoming DCU projects will be gracing our screens until 2027. And if you want to read more about James Gunn's plans for the DCU, make sure to check out Michael Walsh's article on Nerdist.com. But in the meantime, what do you folks think? Which DCU project are you most excited for? Do you have any casting theories for the next Batman? Dave Batista, maybe? Who is Bruce Wayne? Probably not. Let us know in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching. And for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.